back at it again at Tara's house. Uh, so it's been a minute, kind of. I did some traveling. It's We've been kind of all over the place. Um, I'm so insanely excited to get back into it because things are so in, very like tense right now in the yeah. in the Terrace house. Yeah, we've got. I, I, I just feel like this show, like you know, Settlers of Catan. No. Okay, there's a board game called Cat- Catan or Catan. Uh huh. And I always think about this. The guy who made it is like this European dude who's made like a billion board games, and he's been doing it for decades. And he said once in this like Wired magazine article I read when I was like 20, mm-hmm. he said like this one board game, which is by far his biggest masterpiece, the way he described it as, is he said, unlike all the other board games, it didn't feel like he was inventing a game. It felt like he was discovering something that already existed. Oh, It's just like this mathematically perfect <laughs> board game that just feels like God made it and not a person. I think Terrace House is wow. that, but for reality TV. I oh, think wow. that they hit the formula of three boys, three girls in a house together in Japan. There's something about it that is just so perfect for creating interesting, tense, dramatic situations. Yeah. Um, and this whole love triangle between uh, Risako, Kenny, and Haruka is like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so happy right now. It's yeah. been so much fun to watch. It has. It's been so orchestrated. Mm-hmm. There's so much plotting. There's so much like sinister uh, machinations at, at work here. So let's just, let's run down what, what happened. So before the episode even begins, we're in this situation where there's the whole uh, Risiko races to ask Kenny on a date. She has to beat Haruka to the punch, which is already extremely tense and exciting. Then, uh, re- then Haruka has Kaori remove Risiko from the roof so she can ask him out privately, which is also like one of the schemiest schemes I've ever seen. Right, poor. Um, and then um, there's the, then it, that episode ends with that final shot of all three of them on the roof, which is just like a perfect encapsulation of this weird love triangle. And yeah. that's where we start. So we start back on the roof. Haruka goes to bed early, leaving Kenny and Risiko on the roof. That's her uh, move, going to bed early. I know. She does that a lot. I, I think it's like long-term hindering her. Yeah. Well, I think she's trying to be snarky, like express her like distaste. Mm-hmm. Well, the peanut gallery has thoughts on that too, which is like their, their take on that is that it's a, it's a different combat tactic right like risako's move is to be extremely forward and just go for what she wants whereas uh haruka is more of a a tactical shrewd um yeah and so she actually because she can express her emotions with like her facial expressions yeah i guess that's and that that is another thing that comes up a lot um whose side do you whose back do you have in this in this fight by the way between the two girls Uh uh-huh I think Risiko, just because she's so transparent and mm-hmm. honest, and I just, I can't really side with Haruka's, like, pretending not to be aware of, like, bad things that she's doing when she actually is. Yeah. I, I think I've probably expressed this before on this show, but I'm 100% with you. I Risiko is the good guy and Haruka is the bad guy. It's It's yeah. really that simple to me. And Kenny is just... I don't care. It's funny. Like, I don't care about him. He's the MacGuffin in this. He's, he's barely a person to me. All I care about is these two and their proxy war. I, I actually don't give a shit about him at all. It's really all about them too. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, some fun little translation notes going on in this episode that stood out to me. Really. There's only one, which is that Risiko, uh, there's a scene where Haruka and Kenny are like sitting on the couch, locking down their day. They're going to go to that show and then go to the Okinawan place. 
And then he asks Risa what she's drinking. And she says, like, she says, like, cleanse juice. Like, she's like, cleanse juice. And then the subtitle said detox juice. And it's like. (laughs) Did she say cleanse? She did. I don't remember. Wow. Yeah. She she said it in English, and then the subtitle subtitle it detox use. I think there was one <laughs> other moment in this episode too that was like, um, oh oh, I think it's after the just to skip ahead a little. Uh, on that date, um, I think uh, Haruka says "ganbare" to Kenny, and the subtitles are like, what? How do they how do they translate it? I only noticed them because I want to, Oh yeah. She, he's like, I'm going to work really hard. And she says, gone body. And they translated as please do. Which is like semi accurate. I guess saying, I'm going to work very hard was translated to please do. No, no. He said, I'm going to work really hard. And then she said, gone body. Like I'm like, I'm rooting for you. Like, oh. I, I, and then they just, they simplify it to please do, which is fine. I don't want to be a picky literalist. Um, <laughs> There's things there's, that Nick cares about. I know. It's so not worth the energy, I guess. Um, there's there's this interesting dynamic forming between the girls right now where there's this really clear bond between Kaori and Haruka. Although Kaori is starting to talk about how she doesn't like it. Yeah. This that she's constantly used as like a mm-hmm. as a, a weapon <laughs> to deploy yeah. in this weird war. Yeah. Um but there's this whole thing about how like Risiko doesn't really kick it with the girls ever. Yeah, they, um, Kaori, um, well, I feel like that's what Kaori said to avoid saying how what she actually feels about them. Hmm. Do you think she just doesn't like her? Like, what do you think Kaori feels about it? Mitsuko confronts Kaori and says, like, is there anything that, you know, you're not happy about or, like, mm. you're uncomfortable about? Yeah. And then Kaori's like, uh, uh well, you, you know, like, I just wish we were closer. Mm-hmm. Like, just turns it into, like, a positive thing. But clearly Kaori wants them to stop putting her in between them mm. that's what i got right I, I, that's a good that's a good point like i think she's just she fully wants out of this the peanut gallery had a good take on this where they're like they're like i bet Cody is afraid to even look at or talk to kenny because she doesn't want to be involved in this shit at all <laughs> probably which i think is very real um by the way favorite outfit of the episode for me well actually there's my joke answer and my real answer okay um my joke answer is Cowdy's wearing this shirt that's just the buy now button from PayPal. That is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Where do you get that? I'm like, after we're done recording this, I'm going to go find that shirt. <laughs> like, extremely sick. And then my, yeah. I think my real answer is when Risiko gets dressed up for her date with Kenny and she's got that extremely like girly, like totally it's the opposite cool. of what we think of her outfit. Well, how did that read to you? What did you think? What was your reaction to that? I guess. I mean, I honestly didn't think about it that much until show, uh, Kenny brought it up. And mm. I was like, oh, that's so true. Interesting. But- so to me, I was like, I, I when I saw it, I immediately reacted. I like verbally was like, "Whoa, she's dressed right. like a she's dressed <laughs> like a like a like a girl, like not at all the workout clothes we see her in." And then Kenny said something, and it was this moment of vindication where I was like, "Oh, thank God, it's not just me," because I constantly <laughs> am carrying with me while I'm watching this show this feeling that like I'm actually not equipped to um to comment on it that like as just some some dude who grew up in america i like i i might be totally off base every minute of every day which is why it's reassuring when the peanut gallery or a member of the cast talks about something and actually it lines up with my perspective trust yourself nick (laughs) yeah i should i guess i should i've watched enough of the show at this point yeah Um, so so there's this there's two dates in this episode right two central dates the first one 
is Risako and Kenny. They go buy like a coffee coffee camping kit for Risako's mom. I know. Interesting gift. Very <laughs> uh, if, cool. I guess so. Yeah, that's a cool mom. Yeah. Um, and then they have like a little restaurant date afterwards. Um, what was your feeling about this whole this whole date? It was really cute. I mean, first of all, he surprised Risako by buying coffee beans because she forgot to buy it for her Oh, mom. yeah, for the mom. Very cute. Yeah. And then he complimented her so much about her, like, new outfit, like, girly yeah. look. And then he paid for the lunch. Stealth, stealth style. Yeah, perfect date. I thought mm-hmm. it was a perfect date. I think so, too. I, and it was – I definitely walked away. Here's, here's, what, here's what I wrote in my notes. Date cute as hell. <laughs> I've, I fucking ship Risiko and Kenny, bitch. I don't know why I said bitch to myself <laughs> in the notes, but I guess I felt really strongly about it. They have a better vibe than – Haruka and Kenny for sure I, I think they have a better vibe than than any pairing on the show right now yeah, um, <laughs> uh, and then we have we have to have to have to talk about this scene where Kenny comes home drunk yeah and Haruka was just being death stare it was so painful best yeah. favorite moment of that scene is before I even knew what was going on like it's just it's it's it, the scene opens on Risako and Haruka sitting in the kitchen, kind of openly discussing that they're both interested in this dude. And yeah. then all of a sudden, from off screen, you hear this this dude go, "What's up? What's up? What's up?" in English. <laughs> and then it cuts to like a dark red Kenny stumbling, like fully out of it. Um, oh, it's interesting. Life. <laughs> yeah he's he's chilling I'm, i relate to him heavily in this in this scene um i do think it's interesting that both of their instincts when they see him drunk are yo come over here join the girls chat like they're fully like let's cross-examine this motherfucker while his guard is down it felt a little manipulative to me yeah no the girls are scary <laughs> yeah there's they're so they're almost like and I, I know i've said this basically already but like this is not about kenny <laughs> No, this like, is, it doesn't matter what dude it is. They mm-hmm. would still be fighting over someone. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. I mean, and and I think that's why I back Risiko. I, I I I put all my my chips on Risiko here because I think that if Risiko, even if Risiko liked Ruka, all of a sudden Haruka would be conveniently interested in Ruka too. By the way, Ruka, <laughs> not a character in Terrace House anymore. <laughs> He's like a breath of fresh air for me. Mm, I, yeah, when he came back, I was surprised at how excited I was because I, this episode began with like every single character is interested in someone else and none of the five other members of the house are interested in Ruka. And then he yeah. like fucks off to Hokkaido or whatever for like a week. Um, and crab. yeah. Oh my dude, dude, the peanut galleries crab metaphor shit was like a top five of all time peanut gallery <laughs> moment for me. I know it was like one after the other. Yeah. It was amazing. So good. Um, but, but yeah, so, uh, there's, <clears throat> there's this scene right before Haruka's date. Cause I think the other, ma- the other big date in the episode, right. Is the, uh, Haruka Kenny date. She gets breakfast with Karate and she kind of talks about just wanting to retire from this battle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I think I'm going to give up, but obviously she's not going to. Yeah. But that was so interesting because it really felt like, like she also admits being insanely jealous, which we knew because every oh, yeah. single, there's so many shots in this episode <laughs> that of just Haruka's pissed off ass face whenever anyone else is talking to Kenny. <laughs> like this whole episode, I swear to God, like 40% of the runtime yeah. is just yeah. hyper zoomed in shots of Haruka being pissed, pissed off. 
again, if it, she's a great actress, I mm-hmm. mean, it's probably all truthful, but her expressions really come out for sure. But she made that uh, this remark where she was like, "Oh, well, you know, a thirty-two-year-old wouldn't let a twenty-year-old pay for a meal," which I thought was really snarky. Oh yeah, that made me not like her. Definitely the bitchiest thing anyone has said this season. Yeah. Like it really felt like she she's she was been doing a, a decent job of just sitting back and watching this unfold. But that moment for her was and I think the peanut gallery says this too, felt like her being unable to bite her tongue for a second. Pretty much. She, that was a little stab to the stomach. For sure. For sure. But yeah. she's just pissed because she knows how well shit is going between yeah. Risiko and, and, and Kenny. Um, Get it, I guess. So this whole here's something I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Uh and and it's a good example of something happening on the show that didn't feel like a big deal to me, but felt like a big deal to everyone on the show, which oh. is when Kenny came home drunk and just kind of was like, ah, I don't even really feel like playing my show tomorrow. Yeah. That <laughs> apparently sent fucking reverberations through the entire house and the entire peanut gallery. Like it, it had a big <laughs> impact on Haruka's opinion of him. Uh, yeah. Can you ex- help me get some context for like, why that's such a bad thing to say well you have to think about the fact that japanese people have a lot of pride culturally Mm. and like people hold themselves to a very high standard with their work and his work he was basically telling the world (laughs) that he doesn't even want to play tomorrow yeah it's really shameful i think ah gotcha and i mean he he didn't disagree like when he got confronted about it he claimed not to remember which whatever but when he was confronted about it on that date he seems to know right away, like, yeah, that's what a horrible thing to say. But he also kind of owned it. So I guess we're talking about the date between Haruka and Kenny now. He, She confronts right. him about that shit, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm the worst, huh? But also, <laughs> it's exactly how I feel. I don't like my band. We're not getting better. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it seemed like she yeah. responded to that positively. Like, hearing his side of the story kind of made her like him more, almost. Yeah, her her forwardness gets a lot of characters, I think, to open up about things yeah. that you would otherwise learn. Yeah, so she gets shit done. She does, she does, but stabs a few stomachs in the way. By the way, can we talk about the fact that <laughs> they they roll up into this little like bar izakaya place, and Haruka is like somehow friends with the seventy two year old guys working behind <laughs> the counter? How is it that every old man in Tokyo is like homies <laughs> with Haruka? It's it's well, sus. Supporting them via the show because they've probably supported her for all of her life. That's true. That's, I guess that's the thing, and that's like another thing to factor in here is like every every time they go to a restaurant, that's pretty fucking good for the restaurant because it's on TV. Even like the um oh, yeah. the two artists, the ukulele master uh, Yusuke Aizawa and and Kaoru yeah. Miyazaki, who was like the singer songwriter, like they pop their names and professions up on the screen, and then they also invite them to come back and play on Terrace House in the future. Well, you, Yusuke, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yuki. Yuki was on the Hawaii season. Oh, shit. That dude was from a from from um the Hawaii one? Yeah, he was like in love with Lauren Tsai, and then he got rejected by Lauren Tsai, and then he left this, this show. <laughs> gotcha. Um, <laughs> I, he's great. I never watched that season, but I, I was fun to watch him. Okay, that makes more sense. That explains why yeah. they invited him to come kick it. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, he's the best. <clears throat> But yeah, that whole date was, uh, it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. I thought that Haruka was going to confront Kenny. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought she was going to like confront him about the, this, this, you saying you didn't want to play in your show tomorrow made me like you less thing felt like a very, 
you can't fire me. I quit moment where she was realizing she was losing the battle to mm-hmm. Risiko and was just like, well, fuck you then. I don't like you because of this comment you made. But then it seemed like I was wrong and she was wrong. And the whole date ended weirdly well. Right. They like formed some kind of bond and then he ended up paying for <laughs> their dinner as well. So yeah. she probably got that satisfaction. Right. Right. And then also like she asked him point blank about Risiko. She did. Yeah. She did. She was like, you were, you were talking about how much you like Risiko when you were drunk. And he was like, Oh, was I? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, what do you, th-? she just straight up asked him point blank. What do you think of Risiko? And he's like, I like her. And she's like romantically. And he's like, kind of. Yeah. It's just this whole yeah. thing of like, if you ask blunt questions, you're going to get blunt answers in return. It's, yeah. That's the game she's choosing to play, I guess. Um, I kind of wish. So Ruka's back who you described as like a f- breath of fresh air. He is a breath of fresh air. He's so innocent. He's <clears throat> pure he, compared to everyone else. For sure. I wish they'd send a camera crew with him. I like, I want a spinoff season about his family vacation with his crab dad. Oh, that would be so wholesome. <laughs> his dad is probably just like him. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting that he, did you know where he was going when he like, when he came back and immediately went up to Shohei and was like, Hey, I want to talk to you about some shit tomorrow at 10 PM. Did, what did you think that was going to be? I I mean, I expected it to be about a romance, but... I kind of thought it was going to be about a romance between them, if I'm being perfectly honest. Between him and and Shohei? Yeah, fuck it. Talk, talk about opening new doors. That would be a re- that would be amazing. historic. That, yeah, I wish. Um, wow. That'll happen within our lifetimes. We will see a, a gay Terrace House member for real. And it'll it'll change the the whole dynamic of this show. Uh, on the um, last one, wait, I think on opening new doors at the very end, they had a bisexual guy come on the show, mm. and then he left w- within like oh, two weeks. Ah, actually, yeah. Damn. But I don't, I don't really. I just think it was because no one else, none of the other members were bisexual. Right, kind of not a lot to do there. So there was really nothing for him to do. Mm-hmm. So they should bring on like all bisexuals. Yes, Terrace House <laughs> gay edition. <laughs> yeah. Wait, all bisexual is actually a way better idea. Right? Because it could just yeah, go either way. That would yeah, be, to that's... continue the Catan metaphor, that would be the like crazy six player Catan expansion pack that exists where it's, <laughs> it's just all bets are off. Um, God, that would get so that'd be good TV. <laughs> Um, yeah. and then, and then, I mean, in traditional Terrace house style, um, they end us, the editors of the show, I guess, end us on kind of a cliffhanger. Uh, Ruka says what he wants to say to Shohei, which is that he thinks he's interested in Corey, even though they've never had a conversation, whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> so now we have like a new love. We have a backup love triangle in case things somehow resolve amicably between the Haruka Risiko, um, Kenny situation. Oh right, because Shohei is yeah. was interested in Cody. And like and, and we know that Cody is into Shohei, so I, I don't I don't think Ruka's odds here are great. That's I think true. he's really just like going through his bucket list and being like, Well, there's one person I haven't tried dating here, and then if that doesn't work, he's gonna bounce from the show. That's my my theory. Yeah. I can see him being innocent enough where he's actually interested in her. That's true. He seemed really sincerely blushy and and nervous yeah. to ask. Um yeah. but yeah. He was really good at like scamming or like <laughs> doing criminal activity because it's so hard not to trust his intentions. Mm-hmm. He he could he could get away with with murder, I think. Um, yeah. But but the the converse of that is that uh, to to paraphrase uh, Risiko, 
um, hanging out with Ruka never made her feel like a woman. <laughs> yeah, so, so sad. <laughs> pretty, pretty fucked up. I hope we get a scene of them watching that scene together like six episodes from now. Oh, there'll be some good character development at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think this show is firing on all syllable, syllables, cylinders. I think we we yeah, hitched our our horse to a good wagon in terms of a season to do this podcast on because I really do think this is one of my favorites ever. Yeah, something happens every episode for sure. Um, I'm dying to get to the next one. Oh, also, um, this upcoming Tuesday, uh, the the first chunk of episodes of this season lands officially uh, internationally. So North America, Europe, everywhere that's not Japan can start watching the season. I don't know how many episodes they're going to drop. Nobody really knows. I suspect it'll be the first eight. Um, so hopefully we'll have all eight episodes of the podcast covering that in time for the new season. Um, and then if you get to the end of the eight and you're in America and you're like, damn, I wish I could watch more of it. Um, VPN it up. That's right. NordVPN.org slash Terrace. Uh, yeah. But that, that's kind of all I have to say for this one. I did enjoy that the ending theme over the credits for this one was like five seconds of that Snow Patrol song that I think was in like Grey's Anatomy or something. It's just a song that I definitely have heard on the radio. They just, they, I just love that they throw out these little expensive ass <laughs> licenses on a dime, on a whim. Yeah, definitely some generic ass music for the international. I'm so, that's the thing I'm most excited to see. I'm going to, my, my parents watch Tara's house and I'm, I'm excited to, I'll watch at least an episode with them. Huh? Can we have your dad on the podcast? Yes. Oh my God. Well, I mean, they'll, they'll burn through it pretty quick. We should save like okay. an episode um, for, for them. Four. Damn, that's a good okay. idea. Well, shit. Yeah, they would be amazing. They would be really good. I would love to get their, their insights on it. Yeah. Um, well, on that note, uh, this is an exciting season of Terrace House and an exciting season of Terrace House Mafia. And uh, yeah, we'll do this again. More to come.